Hello and welcome back to the Parenting on Purpose podcast where we explore the highs and the lows, the wins and the lessons, not the losses because in parenting every experience is an opportunity to grow from. If you are a returning listener, I want to give you a warm virtual hug welcome back and if you are tuning in for the first time, I also want to give you a warm hug welcome. In today's podcast, we are taking it back to the roots of what started my journey of consciousness and growth as an individual and as a parent. And when I look back to the first epiphany I ever had, I honestly draw it back to this formula that we are going to go through today. And it's honestly one that has changed my life in the way I perceive the world, my interactions with it, and my relationships in it. And I truly mean that with no exaggeration. You see, this formula can be applied to any situation within any relationship, any challenge, pain, or resistance you may find in your life. My intention is to share this with you all and perhaps shift your perspective or even challenge a belief that you may be holding onto that doesn't serve you anymore. So let's just get straight into it, shall we? So we can start to see where this formula can take you and your relationships, specifically in parenting. When you look at an uncomfortable emotion, you experience it's usually a signal from your body to your mind for one of the two. You either want to avoid pain or seek the pleasure of a situation. Let that sink in. You are either avoiding pain or seeking pleasure. This could look like you exploding when your children are fighting with each other. The signal of conflict causes you dis-ease. And by exploding, you are attempting to put an immediate stop to the conflict, hence avoiding pain. Or trying to push your child beyond their means to attain top grades to gain the pleasure of a high-achieving child which will you believe reflect on your parenting, thus seeking pleasure. Now, both situations obviously require you to tend to. A, for sibling rivalry, safety is paramount and you do need to intervene within specific measures and tools that you would apply if you weren't so heightened with emotions. And B, a child does need to perform to a certain standard of academia for their schooling but it doesn't necessarily have to be top grades. However, I'm not just talking about the needs of safety and academics. I am referring to these situations you find yourself in with your children that you carry this extra emotional load and you find yourself unable to negotiate, reason, guide, compromise in a productive way as the mature adult figure in your child's life. This emotional load is weighing you down in your ability to parent in the most productive way due to your need to either avoid pain or reach a desirable outcome. Something I would like to point out is that your emotions are not the same for your child and your emotions are not your child's responsibility to carry, to sift and to solve. So perhaps a C grade for your child is good enough in the moment. Perhaps coming second in your child's perspective is winning or even perhaps your child struggling to make friends at school 
and they're okay with hanging out with their, their self at lunch is okay. Or perhaps your child isn't ready to talk after a disagreement. I mean, the list can go on and on. So I'm sure by now you get the idea and I want you to, I want to invite you to insert your emotional loading from the situation with your child. What's something that your child does that can make you go from zero to a hundred so quick you don't even know how you've reached the screaming or raging stage? And I want you to ask yourself, what is my emotional loading? What pain am I trying to avoid? What pleasure or gain am I trying to seek through my child's experience? And is it really necessary? Could there be another way I could meet my needs through my experiences, through my life? Or perhaps there's a choice or an avenue that you haven't taken in your life that you need to venture through and put your child's experiences solely for themselves to explore. Something that I always encourage my clients to do is to meet their child where they're at. What is their reality and how can you help them from where the child is with the knowledge they have and the experience they have? Where they stand is right for them. So usually as parents, because of our conditioning to do, we want to fix every problem our children face but it's not our responsibility to fix. And this is why as parents we do feel that burnt out exhaustion because we want to fix everything. But truthfully, we are robbing our children of the resilience and the opportunities to experience these hard times and uncomfortable conversations and experiences that they can learn from, that they can grow from if we just stood by and held their hand and watched them make the mistakes that we are trying to avoid. So simply from developing that perspective of meeting your child where they're at and understanding your 10-year-old for their 10 years of experience or your 5-year-old for their 5-year experience of life, you will be able to empathise and connect with their perspective of life and then walk them along the road that they need to take with their choices and with a little bit of guidance. I love using the analogy of parenthood and us as parents as lifeguards, and our children are swimming in between the flags, and sometimes they come out the flags and we whistle them them back in and we usher them back inside the flags. Sometimes they go back out and we need, need to tell them to come back in. So we are merely guiding them. We are coaching them through life and leaving them to be authentic to who they are and grow into this beautiful essence of a human being with their choices so they can feel empowered to grow in who they are and who they're meant to be. So I really encourage you to get a pen and a paper and mind map it out and see what comes up for you. What pain are you avoiding? What pleasure are you trying to seek in that moment, in that situation that you find yourself in with your child, that you find that strong resistance? And most likely the problem will still be there. No one ever said the problem will go away. However, what I can promise you is that you will have much more clarity on the problem and it will feel much more lighter once you've removed your emotional loading to the situation that you initially brought once it's been sifted, shifted, and dissolved. 
Once you become aware of your own emotional loading that you bring to the relationship, you won't skyrocket as fast from zero to 100. And hopefully, time after time and practice, you won't get to 100. You will be able to catch yourself before that. You'll be able to recognize what emotion you're feeling, what emotion is triggering you, what situation is triggering you, and use your toolkit to regulate yourself and meet your child where they're at and sit them with the problem. So this equation, this formula has truly shaped my life and the more I implemented it, the better I got at it. And as life goes on and as my children get older, I find myself reevaluating my pains, reevaluating what pleasures I'm trying to seek that I didn't seek through childhood that I'm trying to relive through my children. And if this has changed my life, I truly believe that it can change someone else's perspective at least. So if you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, please share to your socials. It really does help get this podcast out there to other like-minded mothers and fathers. And until next time, bye for now.